Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, I have been wanting this for years. And if you're an older fan like me... Oh, I'm so ancient right now, you'll totally get it. And if you're a young fan... Well, I look forward to having a chat with you. We're joining the April 17th Raw main event. Not only do we have Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle to take on the Judgment Day, but by the end of it, the LWO were getting involved, as were the Bloodline, as we got a big old fashion faction wrestling brawl. So I thought this absolutely rocked hard, and why? The WWE were finally fixing this historic mistake. I did the why too early. Here's why I suck. That's right, we are talking about faction warfare, we are talking about stables, we are talking about groups, we are talking about whatever you want to call them. So when we go back to this Raw 2, do not forget it began with Damien Priest, Rhea Ripley, Dominic Mysterio and Finn Balor coming out to make a deal with Paul Heyman, the Usos and Sola Sokoa. And straight away I was like, man, I like this because we're going back to the past. I still don't know the real reason why WWE has shied away from this for so many years, but I can only presume it's because one Vince McMahon doesn't like it. The evidence is up there on the screen. I mean, he enjoys nothing more than putting two people together and then within about three weeks starting to tease that they're about to break up. I mean, oh, can they coexist? Yes, because one of them would disappear otherwise. Kitty Triple H, a man who was born out of Degeneration X, don't forget, does not feel the same way, because as soon as he got the power pencil, my word, he was writing all of these back into the story. Because wrestlers all of a sudden realize, well, I'm probably going to get on better if I have some friends. I mean, even Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn got together for a little bit, and they weren't a proper group, but they just knew, well, look, if we're going to try and take down the bloodline, there's safety in numbers, so you watch my back, and I'll watch your ass. I mean, wrestling is just school. Don't forget about it. And what's the first thing you try and do when you get to school? Make some buddies, make some pals, so that hopefully the bullies stay away from you. It also really does help move the narrative forward because look what we were doing here. Everybody saw that the bloodline was running rampant. So it was like, well, look, if they're going to take over Raw and they're going to take over SmackDown, we probably should come up with some kind of alliance then we can try and take them down. Even the Judgment Day agreed with that because on this night we saw them going, well, we don't really like the bloodline, but right now actually teaming up with them helps us. But before all was said and done, they were still pointing their finger at Paul Heyman saying, listen, we don't care about you. We only care about us four because we're a team. I mean, did it look like Rhea Ripley was paying them any respect? No, it didn't. She was looking at Solo Sokoa she was ready to attack. So it's all about the greater good, which is why it was awesome that the Latino World Order did come back because all of a sudden Rey Mysterio had done the same thing. When you have good guys that you're meant to look up to and you're meant to like, of course they should have some kind of defense. 
Otherwise, they're running out there into like five-on-one situations and acting like it's going to be okay. That math doesn't add up. It's like two plus two equals potato. T-shirts on pro wrestling tees. So, of course, this really does go back to the Attitude Era, that old trick. But it also goes back to WCW. Because do not forget, the rise in the mid to late 90s of the faction was because of the success of the NWO. It meant the World Championship Wrestling had to have a bunch of other groups to try and fend them off. And because WCW was doing such good ratings, the World Wrestling Federation was like, well, we're going to have to have some stables too. So this is why we did have the Nation of Domination. D-Generation X. Los Bariquas. The Disciples of the Apocalypse. The Ministry. The Corporation. The Corporate Ministry. The Heart Foundation. And I could do this all day if you wanted, but it had become the thing in sports entertainment. Everybody went and did the thing. And of course, this was all shaped by the likes of the Four Horsemen and the Freebirds from back in the day. But just to tie into my point earlier, it also meant that if you were a babyface, you didn't look like a goober. Because for ages, the New World Order were just running over everyone, which is why everybody wanted to be in the group. And it's why people like DDP were able to climb the ladder. Because all of a sudden, he became the force against them. And everybody wanted to be his friend too. What you also do when you do head in this direction as well is open the doors for more natural and organic singles feuds. Because you can start picking and choosing from people within the group and saying, well, you're going to take on that guy. And hey, ho, you, why don't you face this person? And Triple H really does seem like a massive supporter of these merge scenarios. Because look at all the backstage segments he puts on. It's not now it's time for you and now it's time for you. You see everybody crossing the streams. And while the Ghostbusters told that that was a bad idea, there's always an exception to every rule. It also allows more people to get on TV, and it means you can become greater than the sum of your parts. And do you know what the end result of that is? You create more stars. And always remember this. What is the point of wrestling? To entertain the fans and to create new stars. You all knew I was going to say it. It's why I am worried about the WWE draft, which I think you will have seen by the time this video goes live. Because I just think that WWE is going to split up all these teams, including the Judgment Day. I mean, Rhea Ripley is barely with them anymore. But I tell you, they have at least 12 more months in them. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, the problem is that Vince McMahon is never going to be able to help himself. Which ties back to what we said earlier. I mean, do not forget that when Randy Orton and Riddle got together, Vince wanted to pull the trigger after two weeks. And it was only the crowd going, oh my gosh, we love these guys that allowed it to go as long as it did. I do think it will be a mistake, though, because the Judgment Day at the moment are acting as wonderful protectors for Dominic Mysterio as he continues to get better and better. And as for the LWO, you can't mess with that right now. Once again, they've only been going about six weeks. I can't believe we do anything with the bloodline either because the entire WWE structure is lent against them. So surely that has to be some proof as well. Oh my gosh, last year ratings have been doing so well. What's it been? Oh, it's because Roman Reigns had a pack of wolves around him. Maybe we should do that with some other people. Do not forget, one of the reasons Roman feels like the king right now ties directly into this. I mean, even 25 years ago, Rikishi and Too Cool teamed up together. And nobody thought that was going to work, but did it? Yes, it did. And of course, look, you don't want to overbook Raw and SmackDown and just have brand faction warfare all the time where we have a brawl here and you have a brawl there. But when you do time it right, as we did a few weeks ago, my word, it just works because everybody has a different momentum. And there has been exception to the rule throughout the decades in the sense that Hunter was able to sneak evolution in there. But one, Triple H has a bunch of power and he proved that it would work. What came out of this? Randy Orton was a main eventer. and So was Dave Bautista. 
one day they both going in the Hall of Fame. So again, if we've done it before, why aren't we doing it for around four? It's also done a wonderful job of keeping interest high after WrestleMania, which is always a challenge. And there are other superstars that would benefit from this. You could give Seth Rollins a couple of guys from NXT, maybe pretty deadly. They all dress kind of funny. I still want the Hurt Business to return. But this juncture, I don't think WWE is going to do it, so I'm a sad panda. And why can't we just take three random guys like Austin Theory, The Miz, and Logan Paul and make them a trio? Do you know how much they would be hated? You could create some kind of device to test the negativity. It would probably break. It also shifts away from the fact that Roman Reigns is our top star, but he's not going to be on every single show. Because not only can you use individuals, but that's right, I'm kind of repeating myself now. You can use groups. So you're kind of doubling up here. Why the flub would you not want to do that? On that note too, we can absolutely do the same with the women as well. And while damage control was a good start, I'm not sure that ever clicked like we wanted it to. And when Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch and Lita were together for about a month, I thought it was quite fun. I mean, yes, that did end in a heel turn. But you know what I'm going to say? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. But you could still take a Carmella and Alexa Bliss and put them with Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville to create the ultimate complainers. I actually thought I would enjoy that much. And imagine you went out there and got Mandy Rose back and threw her into that mix. I think that would be phenomenal. It also once again means we could get some females back on the show who are severely missed right now. Like where the hell is Zia Lee? Where the hell is Shotzi? Where the hell is Tiga Knox? We'll stop there because I get upset about it. So yeah, I love the fact that this is back and I really hope that WWE has seen that it is working. This brand split isn't going to come flying in and just flick it over there. Because it really didn't feel like we needed to separate the rosters, although WWE is going to do whatever the hell WWE wants to do. So I'm going to keep both my fingers crossed and be a positive Pete and just hope we get the best of all the worlds because I, Simon Miller, are a big fan of wrestling stables which is essentially the conclusion and the start to this whole video. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you think about wrestling factions. I genuinely would be interested. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then you can go to whatculture.com where you can read articles like this with your eyes. You can click one of the videos that are on the screen right now, and you can come say hello and call me a goober in person at SimonMiller316 or WhatCultureWWE on social media. My name is Simon for what Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. People always say to me, what is my favorite group of all time? Well, you do have to mention the NWO. You do have to mention the Heart Foundation. But you know, I do like silly, goofy wrestling. So I'm going to go with the oddities. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> they were absolutely terrible. But I've said it now. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.